0: We we didn't uh, we use the terminology we come to have church, but what some people their mindset of what having church is is different. Some folks their mindset of having church is you come, sing two or three songs, say a prayer, take up an offering, hear a sermon, and then go home. And uh, I looked up the word sermon in Webster's dictionary, and it said boring speech. <laughs> we shall have no sermons at Temple. Amen. No, no, we're not going to have no, no boring speech. Amen. I can sleep at home. Amen. Uh, we come to worship. We come to get in the presence of God. And when God's moving, he does his thing and we let him. And these altars are always open. Anytime, any, time, these altars are open, we, 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 when, when God moves, we, we move with him. We, we didn't, I, I, I want to preach and I, I'm ready to preach and all that, but he's a bigger preacher than I am and he's a better preacher than I am. And uh, that's just the way that's going to be. Amen? Uh, Psalm chapter number 1. Take your Bibles and turn with me to Psalm 1. Psalm 1. I, we'll read these verses real quick, and, uh, and I'll let you sit down. But I want to, uh, we're going to kick off this morning a, a series of messages on a life that is blessed. A life that is blessed. Now, how many of y'all would say with me this morning, I want God to bless my life? Amen. I mean, you'd have to be an idiot to say, I don't want God's blessings. I mean, anybody with any kind of sense whatsoever would say, I need God's blessings in my life. I need his blessings in my finances. I need his blessings in my family. I need his blessings in my head. I just just need it all, amen? And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about a life that is blessed. If you found Psalm 1, say amen. amen. Blessed or blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in that law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall... Now how many of y'all could use some of that? The ungodly are not so. In other words, everything we just read about the prosperous one the ungodly it's not so but they are like the chaff which the wind driveth away that's the part of the harvest that's no good that's good for nothing that blows away with the wind therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous for the lord knoweth the way of the righteous but the way of the ungodly shall perish father help us now i pray your will be done move in an awesome way I, I have felt your anointing and presence all day now lord we're at the time of the service is really serious and it's really where we need to pay attention and, and 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 perk up wake up and sit up and pay attention i pray you'll help us do that now lord i pray your will be done in jesus name we all pray and all god's people say it amen, amen. you may be seated you may be seated. Blessings, blessings. Boy, there's a lot of talk on TV about blessings, the blessings of God. Uh, send $2,995 and you'll receive a triple blessing. Amen? Uh, it don't matter what channel. You can listen on the radio. You can listen on TV. Uh, and they'll tell you, you know, if you'll just give to their calls, whatever that cause may be, you'll have a... Uh, and there's some guys on there that's just, just plumb stupid. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And, 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 if, and if you, if you uh, listen just a little bit, I mean, it, it's, it's obvious, it's obvious they're charlatans. But it, it, the sad part about it, there's many well-meaning Christians that are too immature in their spiritual walk to see the difference. Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand all these people are saying that. Uh, uh, it's not true. It's not true. If you'll just send $30 to this cause, it, it don't matter if you're a drunk and an alcoholic and a beat on your wife and run around on her and everything else. Just send this $29.95 and God will send you a triple blessing. I need a witness. Police. That's not the case. Hey Amen. Don't y'all have enough sense? Hey Amen. Come on. So, so where is it at? What does the Bible truly say about the blessings of God on our life? Now, I'm not against giving. I'm not against generosity. I'm not against tithing and and love offerings and that type of thing. And we're going to talk about those things because you do have to give to get. I mean, it just is what it is. Uh, What you sow, you're going to reap. So we, we will talk about that. But there's more to it than that. There's more to it than that. And God really wanted me to lay a foundation. I didn't intend uh, to start out with this message, but God just, in in order to build the building, we got to lay the foundation, amen? And so there's some things that you need to know about the blessings of God. There's some things you need to know about the God of the blessing. There's some things, because see, God's got a bad rap. I mean a bad rap from a lot of people. Uh, They are thinking the wrong things about God because of some of the things the devil's put in their head. And there's some things you need to know about him. So let's talk about that first. Let's talk about what God wants you to know about him. I had the outline. I I had uh, put it together and and was studying it and looking at it. And and God said this, I want you to tell them this about me. Before you tell them about my blessings, I want you to tell them this about me me and the first thing he wants you to know is that he is not partial he is not partial the bible says the bible says in the new testament in acts chapter number 10 verse 34 then peter opened his mouth and said of a truth i perceive that god is no respecter of persons but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him romans 2 11 for there is no respect of persons with God. Now, what does that word mean? Respect of persons means this, partiality. It means partiality. In other words, the, the Bible is saying this, that God does not play favorites. God does not play favorites. Now, you say, why does he want us to know that? Because there's way too many people that are mad at God and upset at God because they think they, that God treated this person better than this person. Now, let's be real a minute. Let's be real a minute. I'm going to be real blunt today. I'm going to be real blunt today because this is serious and we need to get this. I, I, had, I asked a person after the second service, I said, what was your first impression? They said, you're blunt. I said, okay. I was, I, I was a little, maybe I was a little blunt today. I don't know. But this when it's this serious, we need to be straight up. Amen now now think about this how often does god get a bad rap when we look at this person over here and it thinks like i mean it seems like everything this person touches it turns to gold no matter what it is it turns to gold then over here it seems like everything this person over here touches it turns to ashes isn't it very very easy to say well god's not fair Look at this. Why is this happening in this person? Why is this person experiencing this? It's just God, God is not fair. Well, before we go any further, you need to understand something. He's very fair. He's very right. He's very, let me say this. He's very perfect. He's perfect. And he shows no partiality. He don't love one person more than he loves the other person. How many many of y'all got kids and are not ashamed of it? Raise your hand. Got kids? Raise your hand, real got kids. How many of y'all got more than one? They they expensive, ain't they? Now somebody comes up and you says, All right, which kid, which kid do you love the best? Well, I can't say that. I don't I love them all the same. You know, I know what you want to say. The one that minds me, that's the one I love the best. Amen. I but well, we can't say that. We can't go into that. But what you can't do it. You love them all. Well, your heavenly Father's the same way. He doesn't favor one above the other. He loves you all the same, and we're gonna we're gonna go into detail about this. So, what does God want us to know about Him? He's not partial. He doesn't play favorites. He doesn't love one more than He loves the other. Another thing that God wants you to know about Him: He desires to bless you. He desires to bless you. The Bible says. The Bible says in Luke chapter number 12, verse 32, when he's dealing with uh, uh, the worries of this world, the worries of food and the worries of shelter and the worries of clothing and all of this stuff, he says, don't worry about that stuff. He says, I want you to put me first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Then he says, "Look, Luke twelve thirty-two, 32, uh, uh, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. James 1 17 every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness neither shadow of turning what does that mean God desires to bless you now if you have kids if you have kids you understand this point and I never really got this till I did have kids but your one desire that you have in your heart is you want to see a smile on that kid's face I mean, it, it does more for you, it does more for you in life to see your kid happy, to see your kid with what they need or what they want. Now, I mean, obviously, if it's if what they want is not detrimental to their health or detrimental to their well-being. If it's any way possible, if you know that kid really wants it, you'll go out of your way to make sure that kid gets what it wants. Are y'all with me? How much more does your heavenly father desire to see a smile on your face? Now, watch this, watch this. We got to get an understanding about what blessings are. We got to get an understanding about what blessings are. The Bible said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. That word blessed there means how happy. Look it up in your concordance. It means how happy. What does it mean to be blessed? You're happy. It means gratified, it means fulfilled, it means pleasant. Pleasant. Now, you can have all the money in the world and not be fulfilled. You can have all the money in the world and not be gratified. So it's not just about money. It's about fulfillment. It's about happiness. It's about being gratified. Do you see these people all over Hollywood, some who are young, some who are beautiful, some who has it all, has more money than we'll ever spend in a lifetime, and they're killing themselves with drugs. Heroin needles sticking out their arm—all of this that we're seeing because the devil has sold them a bill of goods, yeah. Yeah. thinking all oh, of you have this money, if you have this possession, if you have these materials, then that's going to make you happy. And that's not so. Yeah. Now let me say this: I'm not against stuff. I like stuff. I like, I like, I like stuff. I like money. I, I don't care what nobody. Says. I don't like money. You ain't never had none, amen. <laughs> money won't give happiness, but it'll knock the, 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 the edge off of poverty, amen. There's nothing wrong with stuff. There's nothing wrong with having things. But when you have the false mentality that you think that stuff is gonna make you happy, that's wrong. It's wrong. The Bible says the blessings of the Lord maketh rich. The word rich means wealthy, it means accumulation. It maketh rich. I'm rich in friends. I'm I'm rich in in, 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 in in health. I'm rich in many things. Not just money wise, which I'm not rich in that, but I got everything else. Amen maketh rich. Now watch this. Here's the key to that verse. Here's the key to that verse. And addeth no sorrow to it. Let that sink in a minute. The blessings of God, the blessings of the Lord, maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it. I can't think of, I can't help but think of the actor that just died of a heroin overdose. Hoffman, I think his name is so talented, so gifted, had money, probably had more money than anybody in this building will ever spend. And we look at that, and young people look at all these stars, and they think, boy, they're blessed. Only one problem. That needle in that arm looked pretty sorrowful to me. That breaks my heart. You look at Justin Bieber. Everybody makes fun of him and all this kind of stuff. And let me tell you something. I feel sorry for the kid. Boy, I I wish to God he'd have had a daddy that would would have been with him, that would have stayed with him and would have taught him how to be a man and know how to handle the pressures of life. Listen, let's be careful how we judge people. All this money we think the devil lies to us. Oh, these are the blessings. No. If if it's sorrowful like we're seeing, that's not the blessings of God. Yeah. Now, before we go into the blessings, I want you to understand this. God's not partial. Say that with me. God is not. He's not partial. He don't play favorites. Uh, uh, not only that, but God desires to bless you. God desires to bless you. Now watch. Here's some things I want you to write down. If you're taking notes, these are these are want, what I want you to write down. Really simple. Uh, these are so simple, but they are so profound. And you're really, you're really going to be glad you came today. The blessing, now let me say, add this one more time. How many of y'all need the blessings of God in your life? Raise your hand real high. Come on, raise your hand. Okay, all right, all right. Now here's the deal. The blessings of God, number one, the blessings of God are conditional. The blessings of God are conditional. What does that mean? The Bible says in Joshua chapter number one, joshua is sitting here at the at the jordan river he's about to cross over into the promised land uh, the nation of Israel is with him. Moses has gone on. Uh, uh, he, he has passed on. God took him home. And now uh, God is encouraging Joshua, the new leader of Israel, to go into the promised land. He said, everywhere your foot's going to step, I'm going to give that to you. No man's going to stand before you all the days of your life. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to send hornets before you. I'm going to drive out the enemy. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm going to be on your side. Isn't that great? But watch what he says. Watch what he says. In Joshua 1, 7, See, that means that's conditional. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Deuteronomy 28, 1. And it shall come to pass, if thou, there's a if, 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 conditional, if thou shalt hearken diligently into the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Now what does that mean? It means this. The love of God is unconditional. The love of God is unconditional. It doesn't matter if you're a sinner, he loves you. You don't have to be a saint for him to love you. You don't have to be righteous for him to love you. You don't have to be good for him to love you. You don't have to be generous for him to love you. You don't have to be anything for him to love you. He loves you just like you are. Matter of fact, there's nothing, not one blessed thing you could ever do in your life to get God to stop loving you. It is unconditional. Thank the Lord. Thank God for his unconditional love. But God commendeth his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He loves you. Unconditional, period. Unconditional, the love of God. But the favor of God, the blessings of God are very conditional. We can be saved and not be blessed. Think about it. It's very conditional. Now we look at this person over here. We look at this person over here, and it seems like they have this and they have that, and they do. They have the blessing of God on their life. And then we look over here, and this can be a saved person, but it seems like they struggle all the time. Nothing ever goes right. Nothing's ever this. Nothing's ever that. Uh, uh, things are, now we got to really consider the conditions that are being met over here and the conditions that are not being met over here. Amen. Now watch. Number two. Number two. First thing you need to know about God's blessings. Number one, the blessings are? Condition. Say it with me. The blessings are? Condition. Watch this. Number two, this is this is the best one. I'm, I mean, this jacks me up every time I think about it. I may preach two more services today. Just preach the second point. Amen. The condition, the condition is obedience. Now, I know that don't sound real chirpy, but when you hear me out, it'll crank your tractor. Say amen. amen. The condition is obedience. Obedience. Watch this. Watch this. The Bible says, help me with the youngest. Help me with the youngest. We don't want to disturb nobody. Help me so we can pay attention. De- Deuteronomy 11. Deuteronomy eleven twenty six. 26. Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. Say that with me. A And a, watch this, verse 27, a blessing if ye, if ye obey. obey. Obedience is the condition. Now watch this. You say, why does that thrill you? Why does that excite you? Because, because God blessing you is not determined by your ability or your skill set. It's not determined by how good you are or what kind of skills you have or what kind of talent you have or what kind of ability you have. It's all based on obedience. How many of y'all know when you you do not have the ability to throw a pass, you'll be making Super Bowl commercials and not playing in it? Y'all with me? Yes, I'm still bitter about it. Amen. I'm very bitter about it. Do you realize there can be great players, great running backs, great quarterbacks, great? cornerbacks and Satan, and they can be all great. But the moment, the moment they lose their skill, the moment they lose their ability, the moment they lose their speed, the moment they lose their power, they kick them to the curb. And the blessing is dependent on their ability. But thank God in the economy of God, you don't have to be a good singer. You don't have to be a good preacher. You don't have to be a good teacher. You don't have to be a good witness. Hey, it's all about obedience. Now, now, if you grew up 140 pounds soaking wet and wanted to play football and couldn't uh, because you didn't have the skill set, you'll appreciate that. Don't ask me how I know that, amen. That means every single person in this room you have an opportunity to be blessed by God you don't have to worry or say anymore I wish I could sing like him or I wish I could sing like her well if I could do what she does or I could do what he did no 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 more no more we can't make excuses no more all you have to do is obey obedience that is so great that is so awesome. I mean, that means that any breathing soul who knows Jesus, you have an opportunity to be blessed. Thank you, Obedience. Simple condition. I know we don't, that doesn't mean a whole lot to a lot of people, but I'm telling you, that means something to me. Because there's been times in my life I've, i wanted to be other people. I know y'all wasn't ever like that. I remember growing up, and I, y'all got to know I, I grew up in church my whole life, so I've seen all kind of preachers. Now I've seen some I don't want to be like, amen. But I, I've seen I've seen a ton of. I've seen some man. They were so intellectual, and they were so intelligent, and man, they would speak, and I said, boy, I wish I could. I wish I was that smart, and I wish I could talk like that. And then, then I'd see some that were really funny or, or or really serious. You could they could have you laughing one minute and crying the next. And and man, I thought, boy, I wish I could preach like that. I remember telling my dad, I, I surrendered to preaching when I was seventeen years old. And y'all know my father, he was a he's a Baptist preacher and, 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 and was pastoring temple and, and he's the old kind. I'm I'm talking about old fashioned, y'all y'all know what I mean. And y'all grew up in the old way, old, old style, uh, when the pastor was wind sucking, husk of preacher, amen. Wait, ha 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 You know you only you only understood like three words a minute, amen? And you didn't really know what he said, but you liked how he said it, amen. I'm talking about sweat and red face, just going at you. Bless God! I tell you know, I, hey, God bless him. Hallelujah! You know that's that's what I and man, I wanted to do that. I did, man. When I started to preach, I wanted to do that. And y'all remember, I was 145 pounds, and I I, I just didn't. I was, I was I was I was little. And 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 and, and man, I'd go after it, and I, I'd do my best. And, and I, I remember telling Dad one day. I remember it to this day. I said, Dad. And, and I'm telling you, he would sweat so uh, he would preach so hard, sweat would drip off his tie. I was going after it, amen. And I thought that's so what I told my dad one day. I said, Dad, when am I going to holler like you? And you know, he told me, I mean, real spiritual and dignified. He said, Boy, you don't have enough behind to holler like me, amen. <laughs> what? Boy, that's was spiritual, wasn't it? Man, I I, I just. I just wanted to be able to preach like them and and then it dawned on me one day I don't have to I don't have to be all that. I don't have to do all of that. All I have to do is be obedient. Be obedient. So your skill set is irrelevant. Your abilities are Here's here's the basic point. Here's the basic point. Performance is no issue. Does that help you? How many times do we not feel like a good Christian because we haven't performed up to standards we think we have to? Well, I didn't pray three hours today. I didn't pray three minutes today. And then we get to feeling guilty because we feel like we haven't performed to a level that God is happy with. When God is just saying, just just obey. Just obey. Now here's where it's going to get tight. This is the last point. This is the last point. First, you got to understand blessings blessings are conditional. Say that with me. Blessings are the condition is obedience. Say that with me. The condition is obedience. Now watch here. This is it, now I'm going I'm going to take away a lot of y'all's excuses today. You're not going to have it no more. Not going to be able to use these no more. It's, it's, then took them away. Obedience is a choice. Let me read it. Let me read it. Deuteronomy 30 verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. That I have set before you life and death. Blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life. Choose life that both thou and thy seed may live here's homework here's homework go home and read chapters 28 all the way through 30 and god lists so many blessings i'm gonna bless this and i'm gonna bless that and i'm gonna bless there and i'm gonna bless here and every aspect of their life he said i'm gonna bless now, I know what some of you are thinking. Oh, well, that's the nation of Israel. That was back then. God has no respect to their persons. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He loves you just as much as he loved them. And I promise you, God is putting it before you. Blessings and curses. Obedience is a choice. Now, watch. Now, watch. I know, I know. People, people say, but preacher, you don't know the hand that was dealt me in my life. That might be so. Sometimes when you grow up in a in a in a preacher's kid home, when it was very conservative, very, uh, it was a good. I man, I, I was I was I was the beeve, man. I'm telling you. I mean, I it was Ward and June Cleaver. My my mom was a stay at home mom. My dad went to work and come home as soon as he'd come home we went in the kitchen and ate dinner. I mean it was the typical fa- and, and, and man I, I think how how blessed and 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 it just it was such a privilege in that way and, and I know a lot of people didn't have that. My, my parents are still together a lot of a lot of kids grew up with their parents divorced and their parents hating each other and all of those type things and I, I get that. I get that but it's still, boils down to a choice because I have seen I have seen the one that grows up with June and Ward Cleaver and go out and be a hellion had a good mama had a good daddy had a good home and go out and act the fool and I've seen kids come to this church that their mom and dads hated each other. Their mom and dad wouldn't even help them get up to get dressed to come to church, wouldn't feed them breakfast to come to church. They had to do it all by themselves and yet grow up a godly man of God. It's all about choices. Oh, but you don't know what happened to me. Have you ever heard of a man named Joe Job was the richest man in the east. He had, he, had, he had wealth, he had health, he had prosperity, he had a large family, he had a right relationship with God. And in one moment of time, one instant of time, he lost it all. He lost his family, he lost his finances, he lost everything. Had sore boils from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. And you know what he said? Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him he even said i don't know why this is happening i don't know why god is doing this i don't know why i'm facing this but one thing i know i know my redeemer liveth and he shall stand at the latter day on this earth and though the skin worms destroy this body of mine yet in my flesh i shall see god he made a decision he made a decision the lord giveth and the lord taketh away blessed be the name of the lord Listen. It doesn't matter what's happened in our life. We still have to make a choice to obey God, and the choice will determine the blessings on our life. I was watching—I was watching uh, TV the other day. I'm thinking it was ESPN. I can't remember now, but uh, uh, there was this gentleman who, who who had no arms. Little short fella, didn't have no arms whatsoever. He got out of his car or out of his house and got into an old, uh, I believe it was an Impala SS, Candy Apple red. Somebody say amen. Amen. And he drove it to work. No arms. He works for a NASCAR company. They did a whole story on it. It was amazing. I mean, he was doing, he was uh, 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 typing with his toes and he was doing all of these things. It was incredible. That was a terrible card or a terrible hand that was dealt him in life but he made a choice i've seen i've seen a gentleman i've seen a gentleman on tv a christian motivational speaker who goes around he has no arms and no legs he was born with a little foot that's all he has is a little foot and he is the most bubbly energetic inspiring person you could ever imagine in your life i mean you see him speaking and it's unbelievable it showed a picture of him diving off a diving board into the water swimming all around what a terrible terrible hand that he was dealt in life but he made a decision you see we got to quit making excuses if what happened to us, most of us as Christians happened the same thing happened to us that happened to these two guys, we'd be popping pills and feeling sorry for ourselves and complaining that God's not fair. Instead of making a right decision. Now I'm not saying decision making's easy. But I don't know about y'all, but I've made some bad ones. I've made poor decisions in my life. But I paid for them. Now, listen. If you don't, you don't believe me about the decisions. There's this up-and-coming uh, evangelist, uh, new on the scene. You may have heard of him. His name's Billy Graham. This is what he said. This is what he said. The strongest principle of life and blessings lies in our choice. Our life is the sum result of all the choices we make both consciously and unconsciously. If we can control the process of choosing, we can take control of all aspects of our life. We can find the freedom that comes from being in charge of our life. So start with what is right rather than what is acceptable. Now watch this. This is so powerful. If you don't make a decision, then time will make it for you. And time will always side against you. What does that mean? from from this day forward it means this from this day forward you will never ever be able to blame God for your life the most profound thing of this whole Bible lesson that I saw that just blew my mind was the fact that the blessings of God on my life are not Determined by God. Did you hear what I said? The blessings of God on my life are not determined by God. They're determined by me. How do you know that? Because I know God loves me. God has a purpose. Hold on, hold on. God has a purpose for my life. And regardless, now now watch, regardless of wherever that purpose takes me and His will leads me, it may be living in a dirt floor thatch hut in the middle of the Sahara where you think somebody was cursed to go. And if it's the blessings of God, that will be the happiest place on the earth. For me blessed is the man blessed is the man how happy is the man is that what you want to be oh I want a million but what if that million brings you sorrow and a heroin overdose and jail time and broken friendships and relationships broken health and a destroyed body with nothing but addictions? Or would you rather have about enough money to get gas to go get a cheeseburger? And be happy. I want that preacher. Well, guess what? The choice is yours. The blessings are conditional. The condition is obedience. And ladies and gentlemen, obedience is a choice that you have to make every day. Well, what do we need to obey to have these blessings? Starting next week, we're going to look at the things God wants in our life to bring the blessings down. Somebody say amen. amen. Father, in Jesus' name, help us to get this, Lord. Help us. To let this truth soak into our minds and our hearts, we have to make a decision. We have to choose. can't blame anybody any, anytime, anywhere, any, any, anytime. We cannot keep blaming others for our predicaments and our problems and our situations. God, we've got to choose obedience. We've got to take responsibility and accountability for our life. Bad things can happen, and they do happen. Bad situations do come, but we choose how we deal with them. We choose how we respond to it. Father, I know I've made some bad choices in my life. I've made some poor decisions in my life. Lord, I, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to I follow you. I want to obey. I know the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And God, I pray that you'll help us to follow you. I pray for every single individual in this room who have made poor decisions in the past. Lord, help them to make the right ones in the future. Help us to stand up and go forward and receive the blessings that you have for our lives. God, we'll thank you and praise you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Everyone stand. We're going to sing a verse of invitation you need to be saved. We've got people at this altar. Say, Preacher, I've never trusted Christ as my Savior. We've got people at this altar. Be glad to take a Bible. Be glad to take a Bible and show you how to be saved. Say, Preacher, this is where I need to join up. This is where God wants me to serve. Well, come on. We can help that too. Maybe you just need encouragement. Maybe you just need help. Maybe you just need somebody to to put a hand on your shoulder and pray with you this morning. Won't you come? In my distress, he kindly will help.